Hello, friends. It's a blessing to share with you on Soul Talks. We're Bill and Christy Galtier, psychotherapists and the founders of Soul Shepherding. Keep your soul diligently, we read in the Bible. That's because being renewed in God is the source of our love, joy, peace, and power. Our prayer is to further your discipleship to the Lord Jesus and your ministry to others. Christy, that was a beautiful prayer that you just prayed for our listeners. You may not know who are tuning in that every time before we do a Soul Talks podcast, we always hold hands and pray to the Lord for his blessing upon you, our listeners. And so we were just praying that God would give you joy in your life and in your ministry because this podcast is about enjoying ministry to others. Yes, and we get to do that together. Yeah, I wonder if you wouldn't just offer that prayer again. That was such a blessing. Jesus, thank you that you are joyful mm-hmm. and that you model joy for all of us Praise in ministry. You, that you're our source of joy and our hope. And we do find joy when we experience your, your power flowing through us, your grace using us. Thank you for that. And we pray, Lord, even now, Bill and I, that you would Use us as your vessels, as conduits of your grace to strengthen your church and your bride and you, that we would be more full of your joy, Lord, Mm -hmm. and spreaders of your joy. Yes, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. So, honey, we're just back from Seattle where we led a conference on your best life in Jesus' easy yoke. And I enjoyed that. (laughs) That was fun. It was. It was great. You know, we love working with pastors and their wives, and we got to work with this Pastor and wife on their sabbatical, they came. We let them on a three-day retreat, and they brought us up to do an easy yoke prayer conference at their church. We found it really enjoyable to enter into these churches of pastors and their wives and see the fruit of their ministry and get to participate with what God's doing there. Yeah, so thankful for Pastor Wes Johnson at Bethel Baptist Church there in Everett, just outside of Seattle, and uh, the founder and director of the Awakenings Prayer Institute there. His wife, Catherine, partner in ministry worship, leader there at the church, and uh, then also his, their partner, Teresa, who came to a TLC retreat with us, and she, she partners in leading the Awakening Prayer Institute. And it's just, it was just great. It was so special to be in their home for every meal. Catherine cooked for us, and we prayed together. Yeah. And it was great to meet their people and hear testimonies of how God's been working in their life. and. The joy they found in receiving, and then now they're engaged in ministry there. Yeah, I'll never forget just circling up in their home there with their leadership team and singing hymns and yeah. praying for the, the people in the church and in the, the API ministry. That was really rich. It was. I think my favorite part was when uh, Wes was driving us up to, to show us the church before we, uh, when he picked us up from the airport. Uh-huh. And he's driving us through the, the neighborhood there around the church. And he was pointing out different church members and, oh, this is where, where she lives. Yes. This is where he lives. And telling us a little story about that person. And you could just uh, feel his, his love and yeah. his prayers for these people. And I, I said to him, you know, Wes, pastors are about people and places. Yeah. And he yeah. said, you got it, Bill. That's what my mentor taught me. Yeah. But I was just commenting on what I saw. Observed. Yeah. And I, we see that in, in pastors all across the country that we work with. Yeah, it does. It just gives me joy to see their love for Jesus flowing through them, to their people, to their communities, their faithfulness, you know, decades, their churches, ministering to people, 
often really invisible, the work that they do. Most people have mm-hmm. no idea the work these pastors are doing with Jesus and for Jesus and by his power. And it's a joyful thing to see it. Yeah, we're so thankful for all the pastors that we get to connect with, men and women in ministry who are serving the Lord and caring for people. Yes, and this is October. It's Pastor's Appreciation Month. Yeah, I'm so glad that we've got that on the calendar. Every day we want to appreciate one another, especially those who minister to us. But we have uh, this year, it's Sunday, October 8th, is the Pastor Appreciation Day, and all month has been dedicated to, hey, send a card, send a thank you, send a prayer. Uh, express your appreciation for those who are ministering to you. That was something that kind of gave me encouragement as we were up there. I remember one of the elders coming to me and telling me with great joy what it was like for him to arrange this sabbatical for his pastor Mm -hmm. and and wife. And he was taking joy in that. He found joy in the ministry of that. And maybe the Lord would lead some of our listeners to do that for their pastor. We've got TLCs coming up. Maybe the Lord will lead you to bless your pastor with appreciation by sending him on retreat. They get a double blessing then. Not only do they get to go on the retreat for learning and for rest and for an experience where they don't have to be, be on. You know, pastors, be the leader preparing, yeah. Pastors are always, always on, ready to mm-hmm. teach, ready to pray, ready to encourage. But when we lead them in TLC for five days, they get to be ministered to and, and yeah. poured into yeah. and encouraged and prayed over, and they get rest, lots of rest. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's a blessing. But to have somebody send you and say, hey, I want this for you, that makes it a double blessing. Yes. So, honeys, we're talking about enjoying ministry. How do you define joy? Well, you know, there's different ways we can talk about joy. I, whenever I'm asked to define something, I always think about our mentor, Dallas Willard, because he was famous for his mm-hmm. definitions, and his mm-hmm. definition of joy is a pervasive sense of well-being. He adds to that in The Divine Conspiracy and says, you know, if there isn't a strong element of happiness in joy, it's probably not joy. And so uh, I think another great teacher, Jim Wilder, a psychologist, he says, you know, joy is has some intensity to it. Mm-hmm. It's a, a very uh, vibrant, lively experience that brings us pleasure and inspiration, really awakens us, yes. and is fundamental to our ability to connect with God and one another, mm-hmm. that we're in a relationship with the Lord and with people who are glad to see us, Yes, and that we convey that to the people in our family, our friends, and certainly the people we minister to, that they know that we are very happy to be with them. That's good. I know that when I'm enjoying ministry, it's it's usually because I'm enjoying the presence of God too, and I'm sensing some that He's not only with me, but that He's rejoicing in the work that He's doing through me, around me, and sometimes in spite of me. <laughs> yeah, and so it's interesting how this relational bond with God or with a person and our experience of joy, how those are connected, and they're like a two-way street, Mm -hmm. right? So on one hand, we could say that we need to be bonded in order to experience joy. We do. Pleasure, happiness, liveliness, energy. But we could say the other way, too, that if we're not experiencing some joy, then it's going to be hard to relationally engage. We just kind of fall flat, and we tend to isolate. Mm Mm-hmm. And I know that that's true for me, and so sometimes it's helpful to me, for instance, to exercise or take a walk, lift weights. Uh, Certainly, I I like to run, hike, but when I get my body moving and get those endorphins going, 
that builds in some joy, especially, of course, I combine it with prayer and scripture meditation. Often I'm outside in nature and in God's beauty and being washed. But then you like to be around me after that because I, I, my relational centers are, are more likely to be on. Yeah. And I also love being around you after you've been with the people that you call your happy pastors. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. engaging in relationship mm-hmm. brings us joy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we talk about the struggles that pastors have and other ministry leaders because our soul shepherding ministry is focused on caring for the caregivers, shepherding mm-hmm. the shepherds. And there's a lot of responsibility and stress and yes. conflict and weight that we carry in, in ministry mm-hmm. that make it difficult. And ministry is such personal work, as is counseling and caregiving and small group leading. And so it it can be draining and it can evoke from within us our places of insecurity or low self-esteem or tendencies to comparison, our anxiety, depression, different emotional struggles can get triggered by this deep personal work that we do spiritually and and relationally. Mm -hmm. And so we carry this uh, stress but there, it's also true that there are rewards in ministry, and there are pastors who have really learned how to live in the overflow of the Lord. And we could say they're happy pastors and other people who are just honored and filled with joy to be a 12-step sponsor or a small group leader or a parent, you know, many different types of ways that we care for others, and there can be a lot of joy in that ministry. Well, and even ministries that we don't think of as being officially ministry, as we were traveling to this conference, I was really appreciating the ministry of people that cleaned toilets at the airport Mm. and did it with joy. People that welcomed us at the hotel and provided for a room for us to stay in and sleep and rest and have kind of a home away from home. They had a ministry to me. And we find it such a blessing to thank those people. Mm-hmm. You know, when you see the person in the restroom at the airport, uh, as I've been doing now for some time, you know, thanks for cleaning. Yeah. Thanks for serving. Their faces really light up, probably with surprise because they don't hear that very often. Well, and it but, increases my joy as well as theirs when I do that. Yeah. When we bless others, we are blessed. Mm-hmm. Given, it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, poured into your lap. Jesus says, Luke 6.38. What else do we learn from Jesus on this issue? Well, Jesus has a lot to say about joy, doesn't he? And the blessings of ministry. I think most of all, we just see it in the way he is with people. Mm. You know, for instance, uh, we've really enjoyed watching the visual Bible, the gospel of Matthew together. Yes, Jesus' joy upon healing people, celebrating with them, just overjoyed you see it in, in his nonverbals. And I love that because I think, yes, that had to be the way it was. He had to just take as great a joy in seeing God's power touch and heal them as they did in receiving that healing. Yeah. I just love the way Jesus is portrayed in that movie, which is word for word from the gospel of Matthew. And you just see his smile. You see his face just shining and radiating as as he greets Mm -hmm. people and as he heals people, he delights in seeing the person healed. And it's like, yes, God, you did it again. Yeah, and you see the joy that he has in bringing the message of the good news of the mm-hmm. kingdom of God being available to all of us now. This yeah, it's, it's, relationship it's not, with God is available right now to you, to all of you, no matter who you are. He's flinging open wide the door to the kingdom of God. And he's doing it with joy. Yeah, this is not like a somber religious teacher here. Mm -mm. 
he's telling parables with happiness and with humor, lots of humor. Yeah. Yeah. So it lifts my spirits when we mm-hmm. watch this movie together and process it. And we need to do that again. It's been a little while since we've done that. I like that. Yeah. So the joy of Jesus, we see it just throughout his ministry in so many different ways. I'm just, just thinking about him calling on Zacchaeus, you know, and Zacchaeus jumps out of the tree, right? Yeah. You know, or, or the four friends that cut a hole in a roof to drop a paralytic at Jesus' feet. And you just the surprise on Jesus' feet. Oh, look at their faith, you know, and he's so happy to see that and to heal this man because of their faith and forgive his sins and forgive all of our sins. So, yeah, and then he, Jesus teaches us this, right? In John 15, the vine and the branches, you know, he tells us, abide in me and, and in my word as I abide in the Father, and you'll bear much fruit with joy. And he, he wants us to have the fullness of his joy. He prays for this. In John 17, that we would have his joy, his smile, his happiness, his humor, that we would experience that. You're smiling as you're listening to me saying this. I am. Yes, I like that. And I'm thinking about just the joy of surprises and how God is always surprising me. For instance? Well, just the way that I see his power or the fruit of ministry, it's usually surprising. Mm Mm-hmm. That's one of the best things, isn't it? When we go into ministry with attitude of anticipation, what Mm, will the Lord do? And then we see the way uh, maybe he uses us or the way, you know, somebody is really touched with a sense of his presence or learn something encouraging. Yeah. And I think as we expect God to be with us in ministry and as we look for him and as we're seeking to participate with him, that gives us joy. That brings us joy. The partnership, working together, serving together. When we talk about disciplines or venturing on God being something where we are doing an experiment, God, what will you do if I do this? If I obey you in this way, if I put my faith and put action to my faith in this way, you know, what will you do? How will I see you work and move in, in a joyful way? It really helps me to experience the, the Lord's co-working alongside of me, that partnership that you're talking about, Christy, helps me to experience that when you and I are partnering. Mm -hmm. And of course, overall, we co-lead the ministry, but for specific ministry events and activities, when we're like doing Soul Talks, like doing TLC or speaking uh, up at Bethel Church on the Easy Yoke, when we're working together with a pastor couple uh, who are in ministry, and we get to uh, support each other Mm -hmm. and pray together and meld our gifts and our passions together. That helps me sense that the Lord is with us. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure this is why Jesus sent out the apostles in pairs, you know, the 12 and then later the 72. He sent them out two by two to encourage each other. One of the, the things that saps my joy the very most is when I think I'm alone. Mm-hmm. When I think I'm alone or I think it's just all up to me, that really drains my joy. Yeah, I think for me, often it's comparison mm. uh, or judging myself mm-hmm. uh, because of the, the significance of the work we do and sometimes feeling inadequate in what I'm doing uh, or my perfectionist gets going as I'm mm-hmm. preparing maybe for a talk or writing or or something. Then I start to get oppressed with that and get, get into sort of a melancholy, very alone space there. Yeah, or sometimes if I'm worrying about what people will think, sometimes I can get anxious and I forget, you know, that no, this isn't about performing. This is about 
what I'm doing with the Lord mm-hmm. and learning to abandon outcomes to him rather than kind of measuring myself and demanding some kind of a fruitful harvest or something as if I could make that happen. Yeah, I want you to be gracious with yourself and trust the Lord's gentleness with you. Thank you. And you showed me that. I appreciate it. This morning I was struggling with the transition of getting back into the Mm -hmm. office and catching up on emails after our trip and so forth. And so I was leaning in with a lot of intentionality and earnestness around prayers of gratitude. And it was using our prayer, uh, which we call Jesus' prayer. Thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, which is how he begins the easy yoke passage in Matthew 11, verse 25. That's the prayer that Jesus prayed. And it's out of that prayer that this tremendous, lovely, bountiful, and blessed tenderness came from Jesus for the people. And he offered his easy yoke and his light burden. Yeah, you shared with me that you were praying that on one of our travel days. And so I Started experimenting with that prayer and found great joy in it, honey. It was a real blessing to be praying that prayer throughout the day, turning my my mind back to the Lord, following Jesus' example and abruptly breaking into prayer and Mm -hmm. thanking the Father, Lord of heaven and earth, and remembering what you were sharing with me that I thought was so true and so good. Father, Lord of heaven and earth, here now. That's heaven and earth where heaven and earth touch down right now, today, where I am. Yeah, we're right in the middle there. We're in the heavens, and we're on earth. We don't often think of ourselves as being in heaven. We think of it as high up and far away. But there are levels to the heavens. That's the Hebrew and biblical mindset. And so we are in the heavens in the lowest level. Thank you, Father, of heaven and on the earth. We're with the Lord in that that spot there. Well, let's just break into that prayer right now, roughly. Thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth. Thank you for the pastors, the ministers around us. Guide us, Lord, in how we can increase their joy, how we can participate with you in your joy to bless them this month, whether it be through prayer or other ideas. We pray, Lord, that you would also help us to be so mindful of you and to see your smile, your delight in us, your face shining upon us, receiving your joy and overflowing it to others, Lord, the people that you've put us in relationship with. All for your glory, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And for our listeners, if you want some more ideas how you might participate in joyful ministry to your the pastors that are caring for you this month, we've got an article on our Soul Shepherding website, Five Ideas for Pastor Appreciation Month. There's some creative ideas in there. And if you're a pastor, that's for you too, because I hope you have a pastor. All of us who are pastors and leaders and counselors and caregivers, we need someone that we turn to. Mm -hmm. So we'll look forward to being with you next time. Thanks for joining us today. God bless. We hope you'll share Soul Talks with a friend. You can do that on iTunes or soulshepherding.org. And we'd love to hear from you. You can contact us through our website or on Facebook. Let us know about your experience with Soul Talks. Until next time, let's continue our conversation with Christ.